Welcome, everyone, to Season 6, Episode 10 of Kicks at the Castle, podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say, to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name's John, and I'll be your host, and I'm joined, as always, by my man, Matt. Yo, what's going on, everyone? And Ruby. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, and this week, we celebrate the return of Sean Go. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Long, long overdue. Way overdue. We have a great show planned for you this week. We're going to catch up with some new news items. Then we've got our normal fit of the week feature. This week in World versus Land, we will talk about which park is a better vacation destination to those with small kids. Ruby's going to hold it down with the plant-based option of the week. And we're going to catch up with some recent trips on property and then talk to Sean. But first, as always, let's jump into pickups. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, bro. Baby girl, watch how you move. What? I got them best on my shoes. So, Sean, I'm imagining that next to Chris Catalonia, you probably have the largest collection of uh, incoming items for a week or two. So uh, that, what, what that would be a good stuff? matchup. Imagine yeah, if we had both of them on the show nice at the same match. time. <laughs> I think I'm probably going to disappoint you guys this time around. Um, what? To be honest, like, I don't know. Like, it's been it's been pretty slow, all things considered. Compared hey, to, I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah, like, compared to last this year, year is... and especially the year before, like, this year has been pretty quiet. So, recent pickups of mine, um, low-key, I got the Cherrywood Air Jordan 2 Lowe's those like did those drop in the states i haven't heard anything about those never even heard of them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> cherrywood jordan 2s look them up other than that i got the kith a6 gel kano 14s those were finally delivered a couple weeks ago unknown the boutique from miami they sent me over their collab with the nike of the lebron 20s and then that's oh i'm waiting for my um action bronson 990 v6s it's still don't know when that's gonna ship but other than that it's been pretty that, quiet on my end is that the one where everybody's orders got canceled did they we had several people thought they hit and then they got cancellations the next day oh this is on new balance's website or yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. yes 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 yeah. that was a that was a big mess all right well how about you? I got nothing this week. I I'm dry. Dry. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, but just... okay. So I I I got some I got some goat credit. So I don't know. I'm still thinking about what 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 I want to use it on. But let's just say I got some some fire coming soon. Oh, well, goat credit. That's that's Ruby's jam right there. What about you, Ruby? Goat credit. Okay. Yeah. So I got a couple things in. Of course um, you do. So we got these last week from Matt, showed these also, but I still haven't actually tried on any of my pairs to figure out which size I'm gonna keep. So these are the um, Elephant Jordan 1 Lows. I have a women's size, a men's size, and a kid's size. That's right, you got, you got, you got the full size, size run. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Um, so I'll figure out whichever ones fit best. Obviously the kids are fine. I'll keep those, they're 20 bucks cheaper. But yeah, I'm excited. I just haven't had a chance to really unpack. I've been really busy lately. So 
I just had three boxes of stuff sitting here, but I'm excited to see those on myself because I know I really liked actually the white, the highs that I got. I like them more than I thought I would. So I know I'm gonna rock those a bunch once I finally put them on. Next up is another shoe that I love wearing a lot is the Salehi Pollux, the Orchata ones, because I had to have this colorway. First of all, I love Orchata. Second of all, I love just like neutral tones like this. So I'm pretty excited about these. Yeah, I saw them, went for them, was happy that I got them. I love wearing these. I wear them, the black ones all the time. So I'm glad to have another colorway of those. I haven't put them on yet but i will soon and you size down on those right Is that yeah the, they're, they're massive the they're yeah massive. they're massive, they're massive. <laughs> they really are my um, cousin was telling me that you can shrink them by like boiling them but i did see other people say that as well but i have experience with my black ones so it's like a the first ones I ever hit on were like those pinkish colors and it was like way too big. And luckily someone else wanted those. So I just sold it to them, but then I knew what size I needed. So by the time the black ones came out, I got the right size. And then now with these ones and then last but not least, a pair probably nobody cares about except maybe me and some other nerds, but the Bapes 30 years that came out. I'm Is that the brown color stock. or? Yeah, I'm a big nice. Bapistov fan. So um, these are the kicks. They are brown. I also love brown colored things. They come with like this 30, 30 years Bape like emblem down here. It's got the 30 here on the tongue. So I'm pretty excited about these actually. I really like this color brown. Uh, these would go great with like a pair of Dickies. So pretty excited to wear these. I know they'll be comfortable also. And I did not know, but they came with like this little backpack, which is cool. I just opened it right now. So I saw this. So this is like a good little beach bag or whatever. But yeah, I always am going to go for Bapista stuff. It's just my jam. So yeah, I was pretty excited to hit on those as well. That's all I got for y'all. Very nice. Well, I got something this week. It's it's probably not going to show very well on the uh, on the YouTubes, but uh, uh uh pass. let's just i'll save y'all so i am now a walt disney world pass holder once again so uh probably gonna try to get out there four times in the next calendar year to make it pay off did you get your dole whip pass i don't know how to do that yet so i'm wondering <laughs> if i can't do it yet because i don't have a pass i have a voucher for a pass oh yeah you do have to go there first. yeah when i go there then i'll get the pass so yeah. sorry what's a dole whip pass like it's exactly. just uh That's it's exactly. just a skin. What is, what is a dole whip pass <laughs> it's just a skin of a dole whip that you can add if you have like a, a annual pass but you can you can get like i don't know an avatar or mickey ears or something like you you uh, once you have a pass you can add it to your apple wallet and then yeah. you can put a skin on it in your apple wallet got it, wallet got it, got it. Yeah. but mine right now is a dole whip <laughs> this is a dole whip so I'm looking forward to doing that. So yeah, we're gonna be there. We fly out August 9th and I was not planning on going to the parks that day, but I think I will go get go get it all set up that way on the 10th. I don't have to sit at customer service for however long that's gonna to take to get it set up. And then not sneakers, but uh, I went to the grocery store today and they had Blanton's. And this is something that's very difficult to pay retail for in the States. You typically pay on the resale market for uh, Blanton's whiskey. So they had two and I bought two. So anyway, it was a, it was a nice pickup for me. So that's, that's what I've got this week. It was, ex it was an expensive week. I'll say. 
Well, you know what's funny is so I, um, you know how I booked, I booked the Wild Africa Trek at Animal Kingdom, and I bought um, Mickey's Not So Scary tickets. So once I got done buying the tickets, then I called customer service, and they actually credited me back because both of those they offer AP discounts. So they, mm. so I got like one hundred and thirty dollars in credits back, you know, which which doesn't even come close to paying for the passes, but it's a it's a start, right? Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta you gotta hey, collect all the nickels. We well, uh, let's jump into some newsies. Newsies. I think first up, we've got some news about the traffic enforcement in the Walt Disney World area. Uh, Matt, what are, what are you seeing out there? Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Okay, so I was going to wait for this until trips and drips. But yes, I did get pulled over today. I got pulled over today for my tent, tent specifically on my windshield. Man, it's hot in Florida. And... You know, That's what I was gonna say. Like, did I you say didn't that know person? that you can just get pulled over just for your tint in Florida either. I thought you had to so, be like speeding or something. So, Matt, but, in um, California, it's a fix it ticket. So, like, if you get pulled over in California for tint on your front windows, you take the tint off, you go to a cop, and they'll sign off on it. Or if you know a cop, they'll sign off on it. You don't take it off, and it's it's no harm, no foul. So, in Florida, it's actually a fine. Do you yeah. have to, do you have yeah. to remove it and show that you complied? No, the dude was just like, here, here's your ticket. Uh, it was like 140 bucks or 114 maybe. And he didn't tell me, he didn't tell me. He was like, oh, you got to get it fixed or anything. He was just like, here you go. So is that, is that Reedy Creek PD or what, what, what department? No, it was a state trooper. State trooper. And you were on Walt Disney property? I was on World Drive. (laughs) That's a scam. Yeah. And I'm just like. Way to ruin the magic. Sheesh. I was like, what the heck? And like, this is like the lightest tint I've ever had in my car too. So I've gotten like 5% and then like 50 on my windshield before. And I've never gotten pulled over just for tint. And they decided to pull me over and I only have 15%. And then I think I have like 55 on windshield. I'm like, come on, bro. Wait, so Florida and you can't tint the front windows at all or what's the rule yeah i I guess you just can't have it at all really yeah do they understand what their weather is like there because i feel like (laughs) i don't even like tint on cars because i can't see well but i will literally do anything to avoid that heat in that state like why are they trying to torture you uh yeah i don't know i guess crying but i just think they have no idea how cool you are matt and that it's part of part of the part of the the image (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> this totally caught me off guard, but I was going to mention it in Chips and Drips, but I guess we'll talk about it now. So so what Matt's really telling you guys is he doesn't read the rundown before the shows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Jamie Lee Curtis was asked what Disney property movie she would want to do next. And she said a Carousel of Progress movie. And I thought that was awesome because we could find out what happened to the missing daughter. You were. Andy- <laughs> And these soulless people who don't age. What what is up with that? So, I don't know. So, would you guys watch a Carousel of Progress movie? Hell yeah, I'd I watch it. I'm just Hell curious yeah. how they're gonna write the plot. Like, <laughs> I would not watch it. I feel like I would be bored. It's, it's probably a, a streaming sort of movie or something I'll watch on the side. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe on the side. Look, let's face it. Most of us nap through Carousel of Progress at some point anyway. So, uh, <laughs> I would be down yeah. to see it. I think I think it'd be funny to see them fill in that story. I mean, with the right cast, I feel like it'll be a dope movie. Yeah, some sort of like time traveling thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's what she said. That's what she said would like 
is what she felt like it could be like a time traveling movie. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm totally down. So go, Jamie. You get that. You get that progress. You get that project green lit. You know, with her on board, it's a shoe in. I feel so, like she can. Anyway, well, let's jump into some sneaker news. Um, anybody excited for a reverse Grinch, Kobe, for uh, this holiday season? <laughs> got, Sean got Sean, got him. <laughs> well, Sean's got the early stuff. I'm surprised it wasn't in his pickups. So you, you got the hookup on those already? If it's this early, it's got to be fake. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> kind of exciting. I mean, what? They just announced that they're going to relaunch the Kobe line. And uh, boom, that's a, that's an awesome way to do it. I, I, you know, I have zero Kobe's, but I would be totally down to get yeah. that pair. I'm going to reserve judgment until I see like how accessible the Kobe shoes will be. Because it wouldn't be surprising if nike does something stupid with making it like you know pretty somewhat limited which would be kind of annoying let me ask you this how do, how do they fit i know i know you're a size 10 slightly on the wide side yes yes sir so should, I, should i go to choose to size on those or uh kobe 6 they are snug so definitely go up at least half a size go up a half a size all right like i'm like a it. 10 and a half in the grinches so i'll go with 10 and a half for the uh, reverses too okay I'll tell you what, I always, um, uh, if people who don't know, Sean, I'm sure most of them do, check his, check his videos because honestly, I'll, I'll go to him for sizing on everything. Thank you, thank uh, you. If you've got <laughs> it up there. And and damn you, the Tokyo 96s, the only reason I have those is because of your review. Aren't they amazing though? I love them. I love them. I, the colors are, so, I like, I saw your review, I'm like, when did this release? And I'm like, oh, it didn't release here. No wonder I didn't know about it. So yeah, how, that was how expensive was your uh, was your size? Because you have a big. I got I, right? I got them for two hundred plus the fees. That's not too bad. So I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, because yeah, what is too bad? What is a one thirty shoe and it was a it was a Japan exclusive. Yeah, so. exactly. So by the time you factor in the shipping it over to you from Japan for retail, that's like not too yeah. far off. Yeah. So no, I was I was pretty happy with it. So, yeah, that was that was all your fault. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so what else is up next? Concepts by New Balance nine ninety eight collab. What the hell's 998? That's not a number <laughs> right. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sean, is a, is a 998 something I need to look at, or is that? Uh... Um, it's let's just say back in there was a golden era of New Balance. Uh, maybe <laughs> there was. <laughs> maybe like I want to say 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. 998 and 997 were arguably the top two New Balance silhouettes during that time. So there was a ton of super dope collaborations that these boutiques worked on on those two silhouettes. So that I think that 998 colorway that Concepts is releasing, I think that was originally a 997. So they're bringing it back, adopting that same color scheme, but okay. on the 998 this time. Gotcha. What is Absorb? It's a cushioning technology that New Balance uses. Basically, they're, they're equivalent. Like they're of boost? Like, sort of, but it's like a much firmer sort mm -hmm. of setup. I like those, though. Hopefully, I don't think they'll be too difficult to get. Yeah, we've, we've got a fair amount of New Balance stands in our Discord, so I, I got to throw them a bone in the newsies every now and then. Nice, can't, nice, I, can't, nice. I, I can't do all Jordans all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had a late edition of the rundown. We got the Nike SB Dunk High Sweet Tooth. Um, I think Matt's got his eye on this one. Uh, okay, so when the the picks on these, I, I was really hoping these were going to be a low. I don't know how I feel about them being a high, but I really like the the, the teeth marks for some reason. I, I like that detail. But, uh, but question for you guys. Do you guys like candy corn? No, I hate it. Absolutely. No. Love candy corn. <laughs> I, I love candy, candy corn. corn too. Candy corn. I mean, I don't like, like it's not my favorite, but I, I can, I can, I can eat candy corn. They make me so mad because I love the color of them. And I think they're like a cute design. 
and I love corn and I love candy and I hate them. And it makes me sad because I feel like all of those things should make me love them. And then when I bite them, I'm just like, this is disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> I like I like the insole and uh, honestly, the inside of the tag on the inside of the tongue tab with the tooth on there. I just wish they were Lowe's. Yeah, um, I, I think that they're a pass for me. I don't I don't know that I need a candy corn dunk high. Oh, I didn't see the tooth. Oh, there are teeth mark in the uh, in the uh -huh. toe box. On the toe box, yeah. Yeah, okay. that part is really cool. I mean, I think everything about this shoe is really cool. I like. I think I wouldn't get it just because I'm such a candy corn hater that it would be weird for me to wear these. <laughs> but I like everything that they did with this shoe. And for candy corn lovers, I feel like they should have this shoe. Uh, it comes with three laces too. You got the black, white, and orange. No yellow lace, I guess. Friends and family will probably come with a pack of candy corn. <laughs> Anyway, looks good. I, I, I like I said, just wish they were low. Anyway, so coming. So, all right. So let's let's make a prediction. How late are the seasonal drops going to be this year? You'll get these next year for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I was, I was saying, are they going to are they going to be here in time for Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully the, the, the COVID thing is the shipping delays are over because that is the one lame thing is getting the seasonal shoes, you know, two months after the season. Yeah, that was done. Yeah, basically buying it for the next year. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. just don't, just don't release them. Just wait a year. <laughs> yeah, like, hang on to them. What's the point? So anyway, all right. Well, let's ship it to fit of the week. Call this fit hell back because this fit's stupid, like dumb. Every week we pick a post where we're tagged or the hashtag kicks at the castle is used. And this week it is not of the Southern Isles. Hans is in Toontown with the uh, Volt Jordan ones doing a Cruella bound. He's got a vintage tee and uh, some Dalmatian print pants. Um, I think the, the the Volt Jordan ones, I think that's that's a that's an underrated pair. I, I never picked them up, but I look at them quite often and uh, they're, they're not going for time, but it's like, I, I it's, it's one of these days, I'm, I, I wouldn't shock me if I pulled the trigger on them just because uh, they, they always look good to me when I see them. Yeah. Let me ask you guys though, how do you guys feel about the Jordan one high and the fact that it's sitting pretty much with every single release? I love it. It's the best thing. Good thing. It's, yeah. a, it's a good thing. Have it's you picked up less colorways though this year because they're sitting or? No, it makes it easier for me. I'm a Jordan one girl and I oh, love- Oh, you must love this then. This is your so time. This is like, yeah, this is my time. I'm like, good, let them sit because it's, it's my favorite shoe to wear. So it just leaves me more options to get more colorways to pair with more outfits. That's amazing. And not the funny thing is like all those, a lot of the colorways that people think are grails now, like not all of them, but a lot of them sat back in the day. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see in a few years, probably these colorways are going to be yeah. a lot more valuable than we think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just for me, it's like, I'm just like, great. I get more, more yeah. options for my Bad wardrobe. Bad for your wallet, but good for and your wardrobe. Yeah. I just, I love it. Well, well I think there's a few components to it. One is the death of resale, right? It just shows how many people were buying Jordan 1s to yep. flip. And yeah. that's why there's so many sitting because they're not doing it because you can't make any money, you know. But what do you have to sell a Jordan 1? You've got to sell it for at least 40 over retail, probably to just even break even. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. And I think part of it's colorway. So that, you know, I don't think they've done any, you know what, there, there's the rumor is that the uh, UNC is going to drop, is going to shock drop tomorrow. I, I, I think that's a pair. Mm -hmm. I think there's a pair that's going to be extremely hard to get. And I think that'll actually sell above, you know, I, I think that, I think the resellers will probably get involved with this one because I think there's a thought they can make some money, but uh, yeah, I, it's, know, it's, I, still, it's, I still have my doubts about the, uh, the resale for that colorway. Cause I feel like, weren't they saying the same thing about taxis as well? And those yeah. are, yeah. You know, same same color blocking. blocking. Yeah. Same color blocking. Yeah. So I don't know. My, my thing is, I got the UNC pair two years ago, 
and I prefer the color blocking on the new pair that's coming out to the one I have, but I don't feel like I need two pairs of UNC highs, you know? Yeah. And so I think, think yeah. I'm out on this one because it's not, I don't wear a ton of blue. So, yeah. so I think I'm kind of out. All right, uh, Hans, appreciate the tag. Uh, if you'd like to be featured, use the uh, hashtag Keeps of the Castle or tag John, us. John, were, were you satisfied this week? This was a good one. Oh yeah, this was a good one. Okay. It, it, it was a new pick. I, it's, it's not something <laughs> I'd seen before, you know? It, you know, you know, it's not a, it's not a retread, you know, three month old photo. So and I like it, but uh, yeah, but yeah, if you, if you want to be uh, featured, uh, tag us in your fit picks in park or not Kyle or not. <laughs> so uh, now it's time, <laughs> it's time for land versus world. Let's get ready to rumble. Each week we pick a landmark or an aspect from Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. We decide which park has it better. And this week we are gonna talk about which park is a better vacationing spot for those with young kids. Sean, you might know something about vacationing at Disney World with a young child. So uh, what are your thoughts? Before I actually talk about this, I'm just like shocked at how much has changed in my life from the last time I was on this podcast. <laughs> so I was on, I think like late 2021 and I was, watching on YouTube just to hear what was going on in my life at the time. And mm -hmm. I was saying how, oh yeah, maybe I won't be at this condo anymore because we have like a pre-construction house that we're planning on moving to. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, it's 2023 and I'm still in the condo. <laughs> it still hasn't finished building, but it's just a matter of time, probably next year, early next year, I'm saying. But obviously another big, huge life change. I had a kid and we went to Disney World. So my wife, Grayson, who's my son, and then we brought my parents and my sister tagged along as well. So it was a big- oh, so you, you had some help. Oh yeah. So my my opinion on this is skewed because we had a ton of help. Okay. And he was only nine months old. And he was still semi a potato. <laughs> so it wasn't as difficult as like other people I've seen bring their kids to Disney World. With that said though, it was honestly, it was a really great, great experience. Okay. Uh, so now did you stay on property? We did. We always do. Okay. So this time we stayed at um, Saratoga Springs. So okay. we just rent, we rented or not rented. We, we booked one of those condo style suites so that all of us could stay in the, in the same room. Just made it easier for when Carmen and I, uh, let's say like after the park closes, we want to go to Disney Springs. My parents could bring Grayson back and put him to bed and we don't have to worry so, about changing so you had help. You So you had help. Hey, we're going to keep having fun. You take the baby back. <laughs> yep. Did you come back during midday? Like, were you worried about naps? Did you do naps in the park? Did you try to go to the hotel? No. Stroller, let him get, catch his Z's, push him around. So it, it was easy in that sense. I think just because he's at that age where he like he wasn't really aware of what was going on. If we were to try to bring him now, now he's almost a year and a half. It'd be a whole different ball game just because he wants to run around. He's like, he knows what things are and he'll like point and like demand us to go there. So at that age, it was super chill super easy just had to make sure we push the stroller around make sure he gets his naps the washrooms were really family oriented there was like family um washrooms where we can push the stroller and it doesn't matter what gender or whatever you can just everyone can just go in and change him and i think there's also we didn't use these but we're researching before we went there's also um baby nursing stations where yep. if, you, if yes. you breastfeed and they mm -hmm. sell products that parents could miss I don't even know what they had, like maybe bottles or formula. So that's really good. I can't speak to land, but from my experience, world was perfect for families. Okay. Well, that's that's surprising. I I, I kind of my impression was I I went to world. My kids were 
like 10 and 12. That was the first time I went to world. And obviously at that age, it's no big deal. Kids yeah. can, you know, you know, they don't require it. I just was thinking if you had the youngers, the scope of the park, you know, we, 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 we have James on and he talks about how they need the rest days. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, it feels like Disneyland to me. Cause even if you don't stay on property, you can walk across the street. I mean, you could, you can walk to some of those hotels quicker than you can find your car at Epcot, you know? Sure. And so the fact that like, if you wanted to go back and let the kids rest midday, you know, or go back or, you know, you know, go, you know, one parent maybe wants to rope drop, the other one wants to stay with the kids. I just thought that Disneyland being that smaller thing might make it a little bit easier for a family with small kids. I think Ruby, so. What are, your, what are your thoughts, Ruby? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think if you have a, like a stroller baby, then it doesn't really matter, right? Like they're taking their naps in their stroller. So that totally makes sense. Sean's experience. So I think if you have kids who are up and walking around and like need their timed meals and naps, Disneyland just seems way easier. Cause like you said, you could literally, if you're not staying on property, you could still stay within 10 minute walking distance. I think even for people who are adults who just want to do like midday outfit changes or whatever, or like go sit down for 30 minutes, literally could go walk to their hotel and then back. And it doesn't feel like they really took that much time off from the park. So I think with kids disneyland just seems easier i think also there's there's things like now with toontown especially being reopened there's just such basic stuff in there which is like grass and letting them like play on slides in a playground which is these kids care more about that than they do like all these crazy rides that disney has built and they're like let me go down a slide 45 times and so yeah, i think from um, that perspective when grayson's three you need to bring them out we, yeah. We're itching, man. We're itching to go. Hopefully next year. And we're thinking to go to Disneyland this time. I was going to say, because what Ruby, uh, baby Ruby is uh, two and a half. And yeah. she's a blast in Toontown. She, she loves it. There's there are so many interactive things for the younger kids to do in Toontown. I mean, I know that there there's, well, there's not really an equivalent to that. But you've got the circus area that's got the, uh, what, the train in the center. I think that's got, is that water? So I think that's, Matt, is that a water? It is, yeah. yeah, yeah, like right in the middle, yeah. It's like a I know, little... I know you spent a lot of time there. I know, I know. <laughs> it's a big spot for you. I think also just like I don't know, I don't know what kids' body temperatures are like, but I think from a weather perspective, like it's so hot in Florida in the summer. I'm just like I don't know how little kids survive. I feel like that scares me. And California just has way better weather, so I think that makes it easier to track around with kids as well. Hey, I feel. You you can always take those kids into uh, the Hall of Presidents or the Carousel of Progress. <laughs> Get some AC for 20 minutes. I'm sure the kids super love those experiences. What about you, Matt? I do agree with like the stroller kids. Like it doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't have a kid yet. I, I'm not sure how that works as far as like having a, like a baby in like a stroller. But I mean, just from hearing stories like um, James told me that like he would take his kids on the monorail for like nap time and then do like laps on the monorail. But when it comes to, I guess, younger kids um, or the kids three to nine, those who use the child ticket tickets, I'm going to have to go with Disney World. There's just a lot more things to do for for kids. I mean, as a, when when we discuss Disney World versus Disneyland, like I always say, like Disney World is always better for families and for those that have kids because there's so much things to do. Like there's so many more like character meet and greets. There's dining 
with the where you can meet princesses like i did last week there's i don't know if they still do it but they had like this contemporary had like this pirate cruise where basically like you go on a boat and they can find treasure and they go back and they have like a meal and stuff like that i mean just just stuff like that is just i mean there's just tons and tons of things to do for for kids to do at disney world did you get do you guys have the roman characters back yet i know i know that's the one thing that land seems to have i think more of is the it's mostly in galaxy's edge not really anywhere in any other parks maybe animal kingdom but yeah because there's so many people there that i mean most of the characters you gotta wait in line for right unless you're doing like uh obviously character dining then they just go to your table your perspective makes sense i realize i answer this question as also a non-parent of like <laughs> you said which park is better to vacation with young kids and i'm thinking of it as the perspective of like what would be less difficult on me <laughs> versus what's more enjoyable for the kid so well, yeah no. you know it's <laughs> I was thinking about it because of James, you know, I give James a lot of grief and he talked about how he, you know, has to, you know, but I, th I think part of it is strategy, how you attack the parks. You know, if you're going to go from 8 a.m. to midnight, you know, that is a rough day, no matter how old your kids are, probably until they get to, you know, the 10 or so, you know, because at some point you're going to, you know, you, you're taking your kids off their schedule. And most, most young kids are on a schedule and they thrive on their schedule. And when you get off schedule, you know, that's when, uh, that's when the crankiness happens. And then also with um, with Dumbo, like our Dumbo, I to be honest, I haven't ridden your Dumbo, but like in our queue, like we have like a playground and then yes. while you're in queue and then you get like a buzzer and Irv said, I remember Irv saying like, that's one of his favorite things. Like the kids just go play and then Right. Once they get called to go back in queue, they just go back in queue. Well, you yeah, guys used to bring up all the shows also. And I think that's yeah. really good kids too like kids right a lot of good shows for kids but you know like you're saying though your cues are better and you're like you know like winnie the pooh's got toys in the queue the the peter pan queue has got interactive stuff to do in the queue you know that's that's you know even haunter mansion there's interactive stuff in the graveyard so there's lots of kid type stuff that disneyland doesn't have because our cues blow out here anyway all right well that seems seems to be a win for uh world but uh now let's uh move into the segment where we catch up on uh, our recent trips on property with trips and drips And uh, as we talked about, Sean was out there. So, all right. So how many days for parks? I know that you, your wife is a foodie. So I know you had to have some fantastic dining while the grandparents were watching the kid. Well, <laughs> give, give, give us some high spots of the trip. Yeah. So we went in um, early November of last year. So just a few months ago, we caught like the tail end of food and wine and the tail end, not the tail end, but we still managed to hit the... Uh, 50th to get grab all the merch and stuff like that so we went four five days five days yeah five days so four days disney one day uh universal oh um, don't say that around john oh one day <laughs> one day the other park one so day the a, other park. so but it was a five-day trip and you did five days in the park like five sorry five full days five full days in the park plus arrival day and departure okay day. no no yeah. but so so you didn't take any days off no okay. <laughs> We that's, never that's we all never I, He's just looking for more ammunition to attack. <laughs> we so just no, had no, days, no days off on a five day trip. I've never, 
I've never had a day off on a Disney trip. You know, there's more to do than there's more to Disney than just the parks. I've heard, I've heard <laughs> apparently, but <laughs> I'm flying all the way there and spending that money. I'm maximizing my part time. That's all. There you go. That's the That's right good. answer, by the way. <laughs> but that yeah, right I mean, um, we tried a lot of new things um, in terms of rides. First time and only time so far trying Galaxy of the Gar uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and your take. I. I got sick. Okay. <laughs> I got. Oh, no. I got like a little motion sickness, but it was that part aside. I thought it was really cool. I mean, were you looking around? Sort of. I mean, it was just so much going on. It was just. Yeah. And just. Like, I'm, so not, I'm so not used to the fact that the roller coaster not only is it like an up and down movement, but it's like up and down, and you're also being twisted side to side. And then there's yeah. screens and stuff going everywhere, so it's like whoa, so much going on. But the I music just was overheard good. Heard multiple people in the queue saying like, "Let the car be your guide." Don't yeah. To look around. I guess. Oh, yeah. Sick. And when I got in, I was like very, because I was afraid of getting sick. And I very like actively focused on not trying, like just letting the car be my guide. And I didn't get sick. But I, I keep hearing from people that did get sick that they're like, yeah, I was trying to look at everything. So I'm, I'm like constantly polling people like, did you look around or not? I'm trying to do a science experiment. <laughs> yeah. So aside from like the motion sickness, that was really fun. Tried like the blue milk, green milk, Star Wars. Uh, what else? First time going to Tiffin's because we we're with a big group of family. So we yeah. Had like a nice sit down meal. So yeah, I mean, crowds weren't too bad. Oh, first time trying Disney Plus. Not Disney Plus, Genie Plus. Genie Plus, okay. Um, what were your thoughts on I that? I thought that was amazing. I mean, aside from the fact that you have to pay, but we rode pretty much everything we wanted to ride. So yeah, I mean, it comes down, I can see why people are upset because like you do have to pay, but right. if you're willing to pay, you do manage to fit a lot within that day. And I thought- It, it helps you maximize your ticket money. Yeah, I agree. So you hit Tiffin's, um, any other, any other high-end dining? I think Tiffin's was the only like like somewhat fancy sit down that we had i liked it i thought it was i thought it was a really nice vibe did you did you end up did you go into the nomad lounge and have some drinks and hang out no just because it was a family trip so oh. they, my parents were tired after that and we had to get grayson <laughs> back to the hotel but uh food and wine was always good just going okay. hopping around epcot trying a bit of everything and because we're such a big group we can just share a ton of things so that's always good have you have you eaten la Cellier? no i have not oh. So uh, most ca most Canadians hate the Canada Pavilion. How do you feel about it? It is absolutely terrible. It is by far, absolutely by far the worst in the entire World Showcase. Like, why? It, it, I don't think I I don't think I ever met a Canadian that actually liked that pavilion. <laughs> lumberjacks I, I and hockey and a bunch of like crappy merch. I was like, if there was decent Epcot Canada merch, I would buy the hell out of that stuff. But every time I go in there, I'm disappointed because it's just like crap. Well, I don't know, man. Every time I'm there, I always stop by and get a Molson or something, and you know, from Canadian <laughs> friends. The maple popcorn is pretty damn fire. Yeah, is it okay? That's good to hear. Then it's not. It's, I'm glad that not everyone hates the Canadian Pavilion. <laughs> what about Mickey Minnie? Had you been on the Runaway Railway before? No, this was our first time. So that was. Okay. I, I don't know. How, like, what's the general consensus on that? Because I, I'm, I, I thought the Great Movie Ride was better. Well, sure. I mean, if you're like, I don't think it. I don't think it should have been changed, honestly, to me. Well, they they lost the IP to the, they 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 lost the rights to show those showcase those movies in their park. Oh, so that's so like the main had, reason why. Yeah, or? they didn't. I don't. They didn't want to take it out. They 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 had to to remove those IPs from their park. Oh, uh, okay, that explains it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's cool for what it is, but it just when I think of MG, I'm sorry, Hollywood Studios. It's that's like the ride. The this is a safe space. You can call it MGM. 
MGM to me, man. <laughs> always going to be MGM. But yeah, I always like, think of the great movie, right? That was like the, you just yeah. felt like that was a theme of the park, right? So absolutely. Well, nice. Sounds like a great trip. Uh, Matt, did you continue your week of uh, park trips? I know, I know you've been blowing it out lately. Wait, before he he's done, what was the rotation? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Um, so I know I wore. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I wore daddy mode. No. Uh, yeah, actually. Actually, <laughs> yes. So the one pair I wore was the Salehi Crocs, the, is it Tide or the blue one? And then, but for the majority of the trip, I went to test out and break in the New Balance 990 V6, the classic dad gray colorway. So I wore those for the majority of the trip. And honestly, they were really, really comfortable. They broke in, like originally they were a little snug width wise, but um, by the end of the trip, they felt, they felt like a glove. Amazing. No, no, no Jordans in the rotation. No, I, being an experienced Disney World traveler from Toronto over the Ooh. years, I've learned uh, leave the Jordans at home <laughs> for someone yeah, yeah. walking 25,000 steps. <laughs> right. Pushing a stroller, no less. Exactly. Anyway. All right, Matt, how about you? You in the parks this week? Yeah. As many of you may know, last week uh, I was supposed to go to the parks, but I got food poisoning and I was literally in the fetal position for like Ooh. two days. So made it up today, went to parks today before coming on the show. Um, like I always do. But yeah, like I mentioned before, on my way there, I got pulled over. I got a ticket for my tent, and uh, which actually made me late to my lunch reservation at Grand Floridian uh, Cafe. So the cutoff there, so they close at two and we got there at like 2.20 and the cutoff is like 2.15 if you're late because they cl like close the kitchen or whatever. And yeah, we got there at 2.20. And yeah, I would have made it if I didn't get pulled over, but, <laughs> but, um, but they have this new thing now. So if you make a reservation at Grand Floridian, you can't park their actual, like where the hotel guests park. So you actually have to park across the street where the cast members park and they give you like a, uh, like a dining reservation parking pass. And then they have like a shuttle or like a golf cart that takes you from the parking lot to the front. Is that new? It is new, yeah. Let's say because it wasn't there. Wasn't there last summer? I saw some other people post about it, and I forgot about it until we parked there. But yeah, anyways, we obviously couldn't eat at Grand Floridian Cafe, so we um, settled for Captain Cooks, and as we always get, is uh, the pork nachos. And and then honestly, after that, we literally just rode Tron. We went back to Magic Kingdom and rode Tron, and that was it. So did you have? Did you have a? Virtual queue. Yeah. Bam. That's you got an to. expensive thing <laughs> for a short amount of activity. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was gonna ask you, how was the uh, saddle on Tron? Was it oh clean? it was it was dry. I definitely Good, double checked clean. everything. Okay. Um, it was it was very clean. Um right. no blood and uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Ruby, how about you? Good time. Did not make it on property. I had some, I originally did have a reservation for this past weekend, but then our best friends from LA decided they wanted to come down here since we had a little bit of a long weekend and some of our other friends were going to be in town also. So we just hung around San Diego, did a little beach day, did some uh, hanging out in the pool on Sunday. So it was a nice weekend, but I am really itching to go back to the parks. I feel like it's been a really long time. Uh, so I'm going this weekend with my mentee who just graduated high school. Um, that The gift I got her as her high school graduation was to take her to Disneyland. Um, so I'm pretty excited for her to go 
and for us to just have a pretty good time before she heads off to college. So I'm so excited to go back to the park. I haven't been in like, I feel like a month, it feels like. So um, yeah, I'm way overdue. Yeah, you and me both. I'm still I'm still two weeks out from my next trip. I'm still gonna be in Palm Springs this weekend, so I'm out again. I, I will say I did start planning a Florida trip for next summer. And I think I'm I'm gonna do something totally different. I, I think we're gonna do 10 days, but we're gonna resort hop. But we're thinking about doing like four days at a value, three days at a mid, and then three days at a deluxe. So we were kind of mapping that out. So why do you go in summer? Isn't it more expensive and way too hot? Oh, because my, my wife I works forget. in a school and, yeah. she, and she doesn't work in the summer. <laughs> I forgot. Dang it. Oh, so oh, hence my trip. I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go at Christmas break. We're going at spring break and we're going in the summer. <laughs> Those are my literal nightmare times to travel to Florida. Oh man, Christmas is <laughs> you know what? You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. So anyway, it was pretty cool because I was actually mapping out the pricing, you know, based on what it looks like today. And uh, I think it's totally doable. And I and that's something I've never done. I've never you know, hopped resorts. And I think that that's a long enough trip that the two days that I would check out and check in, we'd probably, we'd, we'd probably hit a park, but we could do Springs. I was thinking I'd, you know, utilize those as kind of utility days. And being that I would have 10 park days, it wouldn't be that big of a, you know, big of a deal. Basically, I'm, I'm starting to count down the resorts I haven't stayed at. And I'm trying to check multiple resource, resorts off the list. So I think uh, we're going to try a new one it uh it's spring break and then like i said three new ones at uh at christmas uh, or at uh, summertime so anyway it's uh that's that's in the works but uh no, no on property for me so anyway ruby um do we have a plant-based option of the week Yeah. So plant-based option of the week is at Wine Country Trattoria. And it's another one of their desserts. So I've been sticking to the desserts. John, plant-based desserts. Yes, they are delicious. I know you liked my brownie, even though you may try to pretend you didn't. <laughs> this one is a pastry. Did you ever post a video of me eating that thing? No, leaving it for a very special occasion to post it. Maybe one of the weeks where you talk a lot of shit to me about plant-based options is what I'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Torta della Nona. It's a pastry cream filled crust garnished with whipped cream almonds in a seasonal fruit compote. It looks like a traditional like Italian pastry dessert and it looks pretty good. And I feel like Disney's been doing a really good job with all their non-dairy creams. So like whatever they're going to fill it with, I feel like it's probably going to taste really good. And that's the stuff that I really can't have. So I'm always excited when I find desserts that have those so that I can still enjoy life as much as possible without dying. So I'm excited to try that. I'm going to try to swing by there this weekend. I do have a reservation. I may or may not keep it. But if I do keep it this time, I will give that a shot. If anyone else has tried it, let me know. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, we haven't talked about streaming in a little while. So I wanted to see what you guys are watching um, since since this is a, a big week. Uh, not only did I watch uh, Princess and the Frog, I also watched Coco. So <laughs> finally. <I have> <laughs> I've scratched two of those off the list of movies I have not seen. Breaking so. finally. <laughs> wait, yeah, breaking. I was like, wait, what? That's the first time you've seen those? <laughs> that's yeah. the first time I've seen oh, both wow. of those, yes. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. 
<laughs> so an elemental. So Ruby, you said you saw that before, right? Mm -hmm. So is it is it worth a go? Like, or is it just wait for it to come on Disney Plus? I really liked it. I like seeing Pixar movies in theater. I think there was a lot of details in there. Luigi is normally a pretty big Pixar fan. He didn't love it. He he said it definitely was not like one of his favorite Pixar movies he could have done without seeing it. So I don't know. I feel like I'm probably just biased because I it was a little bit like rom-commy and I just thought it was cute. I don't know if you need to see it in the theater though. If, there, if you're like torn between something like that and like Spider-Verse or Indiana Jones, you probably have more fun at like one of those movies than Elemental. You could probably wait. But it is very visually beautiful, even if you find the story kind of boring. Visually, it's so colorful and beautiful that I, I had a lot of fun seeing it. So as someone who has like zero knowledge of what, of what this movie is about, is it in any way like inside out, but with elements instead of emotions? Like I, I have no um, clue what this is about. I was thinking what you were thinking, Sean. It's basically like an, it's basically like an immigrant type story. So if you think about like fire as an element, like the fire people are from like a different place and they yeah. kind of move into like more of like a water land, if you will. And so like things are not necessarily constructed in the best way for fire element people or elements or what you call it, they're not people, but um, so it's like, they're all coexisting. So it's more like an immigrant story, right? Oh, At one point okay. her dad, Ember's dad talks about like why they had to come to where they live and like leave their family behind on like the fire island. And then like the romanticism between two different kinds of elements is like mm -hmm. more interracial love type story. Gotcha, so I think gotcha. that's more the gist of it than like Inside Out, which is very like introspective. This yep. is more like cultural Makes and sense. like, that type of storytelling yeah disney dropped the ball with the marketing see like i i've seen like zero ads maybe like a yeah. poster here and there but i watched the trailer again after seeing the movie and i had watched it before and i'm like i still don't get how you get that story out of it and i think people <laughs> would be really attracted to that storyline there's a lot of hearing people your, hearing your synopsis now i'm like i'm kind of curious to watch it now yeah sounds like people a lot of people are like first generation Americans and their parents are like the immigrant story. And, and so I feel like people would be the people that I know that have seen it, especially people who are like first generation Americans are very much like, I felt so connected to that story. Or they had the same kind of emotion that they did when they watched Inside Out. So in that sense, yes, I get the Inside Out comparison because I think people felt like, oh, I can, I feel a part of this story. I don't think you get that at all from the trailer. I don't know how anyone would know that's what type of story you're getting out of it from the trailer. Makes sense. I don't know. I, I feel like if Sean liked your synopsis of that movie, he would love my synopsis of the first 20 minutes of Coco. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable, Josh. This guy. So, anyway. All right. Well, that's enough of streaming. Ruby, I believe, let's see. Uh, obviously, you weren't you weren't here last time Sean was here. And Sean, we have a new, a new thing where our guests do a Mad Lib. So Ruby has a Mad Lib for you. Let's do it. Okay, so we're just gonna ask you for some things and then you'll tell me and then we'll produce your Mad Lib. So first up, your favorite Disney park. Epcot. Okay. And 
the best sneaker? White cement Jordan three. Your favorite Disney snack? Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Snack, huh? Mm-hmm. So quick service meal isn't a snack, right? You mean like you can legit, put that if yeah? you want. Yeah. Um, yak and yeti. What is it like a? It's like chicken balls with the fried rice or something like that. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Your favorite ride? Flight of passage, I, I'll say. An adjective. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. I'm trying to throw in a curveball here. Um, cozy. And your favorite character? Uh, Mickey. Okay. Thought you were gonna throw in is back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is your Mad Lib. Hey, Kicks at the Castle fam, it's me, Sean Go. I'm the man from the six, giving you the best sneaker reviews on YouTube. If you've seen my videos, you know I give you all the details. So with all my knowledge, I gotta say the best sneaker is a white cement Jordan 3. When it's Mickey time, my go-to park is Epcot. For you, those of you that are parents, you know there's nothing like seeing the magic of Disney with your kid. So I gotta get a pick with my favorite character, Mickey, and the fam so we can cement those memories forever. I can't wait to visit the parks because I love going on Flight of the Passage. It's cozy. And of course, I've got to get my snack on. So I'm going to get a Yak and Yeti chicken bowl. Make sure you follow my IG for some of the cleanest product shots. And don't forget to catch my YouTube reviews for all your future sneaker Yay. <laughs> I will say Flight of Passage is, is, uh, is, is a little bit cozy. Is it? In most rides. I guess so. You're all kind of like curled up together sort of <laughs> that's one way to think of cozy oh that was really nice though I'm, I'm i'm ready to book my ticket to go next week after hearing that <laughs> i gotta come you know, it's time to come out to disneyland oh disneyland. yeah seriously yeah next year i think that's that's in the works it's time so it's been a while since we chatted so the 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 sneaker industry feels like it's really taken a turn and even seems more so up in canada like you said like you said everything you know is, is everything sitting what's what's it like up there as far as uh new releases well i think here in canada it's kind of a. Uh... It's a little different than the States just because we don't really get everything and the stuff, even some of the limited stuff, like we get a handful of pairs. So like a hyped New Balance release, like the Action Bronsons, I think we probably got like 70, 80 pairs on the New Balance Canada website for uh -huh. the entire country, which hey. is ridiculous. But in general, like I'm saying, it's pretty apparent, like a lot of things are sitting, which is good for a lot of people that want to buy shoes to rock. You know, we don't have to jump through the same hoops as before paying resale for a GR Air Jordan 1 or whatever like that. So that's good. But like on a personal note, ever since having a kid, you know, your priorities shift, right? So well, I was going to say the market doesn't matter to you as much because you're a YouTuber. And if you're not first, you're last. If you ain't first, you're last. Right. So you, you don't you typically have to try to acquire early pairs so that you can be ahead of the curve. That's interesting you say that because there's a sneaker Twitter is his own beast and there was this lengthy debate about like sneaker youtubers and how they kind of ruined the culture and i mentioned this in one of my replies to to them but to me like because this isn't like a full-time job i've never like being first hasn't really been a main priority or goal for me like i do these videos just because it's just fun to do like it's just something for me to do and it's fun and having people be respect be receptive of my content and follow me and 
you know compliment and thank me for the tips like that's that's everything to me like i don't it, it'd probably be different if i treated this as a full-time job in that case you do have to be first or at least like near the near one of the first to really get the views but like i don't feel that pressure just because it's not a full-time job for me so like reimagine threes did you pick those up on drop day or do you have did you have an early pair or i know i only mentioned that one because i know it's one of your favorite silhouettes yeah so that one uh i had a link okay to an early pair and it's one of the rare times where i was eager to get them early just because the white cement three is my favorite shoe but even like the majority of shoes that come out especially in the past year i haven't really put in that effort to try to get that that plug from the store or whatever just because like i said priorities have shifted being a dad and just like focusing my energy elsewhere like on family on experiences more so than just like sneakers so i was going to ask you as far as as far as youtube goes with the shift in the market has it affected the views or do you do you see the same number of views or how, how does that uh, how is um going? yeah i mean yes, sort of. are there as many people looking for videos yeah I, I it's kind of reflected in the views it's i wouldn't say it's as crazy as it was during the covid lockdown periods when people were just stuck at home and just surfing youtube and things like that um but at the same on that same note like a lot of the videos i do isn't necessarily the stereotypical hyped pairs and surprisingly a lot of those videos do quite well because you don't have a million different youtubers reviewing the same exact shoe so if it's like a i don't even know like just some odd pair that's not at the top of people's top 10 sneakers of the year there's probably just two or three people that have a video on that shoe so that ends up generating a decent amount of views because it's something people kind of sleep on okay i like that i like that okay and so be, being a dad no i mean you're what you're a year and a half in so i'm not even a new dad anymore you know obviously you made you made the trip down to disney world what what other vacation spots do you want to take grayson to you i mean like i said it's all about building memories and that's more important what, mm -hmm. uh, what what other vacation spot would you are you entertaining is taking him so this year we don't have anything in the books just because carmen's uh her her maternity leave is um so she she took 18 months off so oh, her nice. yeah so her time is up in the two months time and then she's okay. back to work so it's probably wouldn't be the greatest look if she comes back in september <laughs> and then takes some time off again so we're probably just gonna keep it low-key for 2023 and then 2024, like I mentioned, we want to go to LA to hit up Disneyland and California Adventure. And then probably a big trip near the end of the year, if my work allows me to, to go to Asia to visit both our families, hopefully. Because they've okay. never seen Grayson before. So that'd be nice to, to visit our extended family and, you know, show him his relatives in the flesh. So would you entertain swinging by one of the Asian parks? when you're well while you're on that part of the world if we go to hong kong probably knowing us like i'm sure we'll make a day trip like the hong kong disneyland is pretty small so that one day is fine so we'll probably uh try to go there just to visit it have you ever day. been to an international yeah. yeah so i went to hong kong disneyland twice and japan once for our honeymoon actually oh dang nice yeah that you know if you guys haven't been to uh disney sea in japan i've that, heard that part is, <laughs> is amazing yeah the food bucket list for sure is, is really really good and the pricing for the merch is much more reasonable than uh, the american parks oh that's that's I, I never, i've not heard that that's good yeah um, that's amazing that your wife was able to take 18 months that's that's something she'll never regret you know having that time you you know it's it's she's 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 very fortunate she's 
used to be able to get that kind of time off. That's yeah. That's I mean, Canada, we get shafted with sneaker releases, but fortunately, we have like a pretty decent parental leave program here. So yeah. that's amazing. That's for like all mothers get eighteen months, or is it they, dependent on the company? Legally, they can take up to 18 months yeah what about the fathers that's a good question i think they can split their time and divide it with the mom but i mean almost always it's, it's the mom that takes the majority of the time so i took i took a month off and helped Great. out in the first month and then i've been back to work since so how how was grayson at disney world i mean so at, at nine months old is he recognizing i mean because i I've, I've said that seeing disney through the eyes of the kids amazing the question is is like how how interactive is a nine month old in the parks yeah i think like i mentioned to you guys before he was still in that potato stage so he was a little bit too young to really understand what was going on the flight there from toronto to orlando was was seamless he was good um in the parks he was good except for taking the um uh, the buses from the parks back to the hotel because we, we went pretty much from well not well eh, yeah more or less from opening to close so the buses were pretty packed when we uh when we boarded so he was a little yeah he was crying on the bus rides back but aside from that it was, he was good it wasn't hot november was nice and breezy and he's mm. a hot baby so he he wouldn't do so well in uh, the orlando summers so yeah. november was good for him for, for temperature <laughs> okay um so we, we just we just got through June. We're into July. Halfway through 2023, what is your pick for sneaker of the year so far? Oh wow, that's a that's a curveball. I have not thought about that whatsoever. Um, <laughs> off the top of my head, let me think. There's like the reimagined threes. Uh, what else dropped this year? See, it's been slow. Travis Jordan One oh, Lows, Jordan Four SBs, Action Bronson 990 V6s, New Balance, Haritos. Oh yeah, SB Haritos. I mean, those are like the the typical ones that you hear, right? But I'd have to go through like my my Excel spreadsheet of pickups to really give you guys a, a breakdown. But luckily, I managed to grab those ones, so okay, you can expect those to be on my list by the end of the year. Right. Well, what uh, what releases are you looking forward to coming up? Low key, the uh, the DMP 11s are those this year? I, I think they so. The- Oh, the end of the year, or the beginning of next. I want to say it was like a like a fall holiday, right? Yeah. So those are dropping this year. Those are. I know people don't love the um that milky sole, but honestly, I'm okay with it. Like I sold off my DMP packs years ago, so I'll I'll pick up a pair of those. What else is there? With the Royals, the reimagined Royals. Eh, I'm not crazy about the it's suede, right? Or is it new buck? Yep. When it's the suede, yeah. I'll probably try to pick them up, do a review, but not necessarily a shoe i'd probably keep in the collection what does this mean when i can't even think of anything dropping in the rest of the it's, year it's, it's that kind of year isn't it, it yeah is really it is that kind of year, isn't it yeah, yeah it is that, for sure what is it is the almond five going to come out this year yeah even those like i'm like eh they're, they're all right but I'd like to yeah, i'd like yeah. to see almond do a one low but that's that's all i like right now is the lows mm. anyway. how how do you feel about roshi's coming back i'm all for it you know <laughs> i still have mine by, <laughs> by the front of my door um it's like the shoe i wear to go downstairs and pick up food delivery or get mail and stuff like that so i mean oh damn so you're still rocking them yeah i still rock them and it's good to see <laughs> the the public opinion like i know it's been clowned on for the past handful of years for being like you know people say it was like a you have no style if you wear those or whatever, but it's nice to see, you know, some vocal support for the Roshi comeback. I've been a fan since they dropped in 2012. So, I mean, I still have a lot of my pairs, so I'm all for it. I still have a Ruby. lot of my pairs too. I don't know why. <laughs> I never wear them. They're just like in my garage, but yeah, uh, I love them. So I don't get rid of them. You don't even make it into the climate control on Ruby Hoats. No, they got, they got garage. <laughs> Such disrespect. They don't need climate control. They're fine. 
they're they look as good as the last time I wore them years ago. <laughs> Matt Ruby, do you have any other questions for Sean? Yeah. So Sean, I know you did. You were doing like a podcast where you were interviewing people, and obviously do all your sneaker reviews. What kind of you're you're like a dad now? You're obviously this is not your full time job. So like, what kind of keeps you motivated to just keep doing this? It, the production quality of your stuff is like really good. So I know that it's not just sitting in front of a camera and just talking. It takes a lot of like editing and pulling things together. And you also provide like a lot of information. You're not just like, like when I talk about a shoe, I'm like, I love this. It's my favorite <laughs> thing. And then I'm like on to the next thing. Like you provide a lot of details. So like what kind of keeps you motivated to invest that much time in continuing to do what you do? I mean, there's two ways of answering this. The the simple answer is I just, I still love sneakers. Uh, no matter how the trends go, you know, part of me does ride the wave of the trends to a certain degree, but I still have my own preferences. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to be buying shoes regardless of people like Boost or like Jordan 1s or not or whatever. Like I, I'm still a sneakerhead when it's all said and done. Like I've been buying shoes almost 20 years now. Um, and yeah, it's just fun. Like I, taking pictures of sneakers has been like a bread and butter of mine for years and years and years now. And it just so happens like I incorporate that aspect of my passion and hobby into making these videos, which I upload on YouTube. So it's like, it's not necessarily a thing that I, I do just because I have a YouTube channel. It's just mm -hmm. something I've been doing. And then I just decided to start a YouTube channel, which allowed me to incorporate like all those different passions together. So uh, yeah, and, and on, the, on the flip side, the not so simple answer is it's still really rewarding to see like people message me or come up to me at the mall sometimes or uh, uh just like thank me for like the stuff that i do like and the way they like talk to me it, it weirds me out but it's, i know it's coming from a good place but like i'm just a normal guy but knowing that my videos were helpful and people watch them it's amazing for a regular dude so that's great and then Another aspect is working with brands. Um, here in Canada, it's a lot easier to get the attention of the companies here. So like Foot Locker Canada, Adidas Canada, New Balance, like all those different brands, like they have their own Canadian hub and mm -hmm. they're looking for like Canadian sneakerheads to work with. And it's a much, much smaller. Yeah. So it's much easier to stand out in that sense. So being able to work with brands and have brand deals and get your stuff amplified to your to a Canadian audience is like priceless. That's cool. Hey, Foot Locker, okay. we have a Canadian audience, so. Happen. <laughs> 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 what is one sneaker that you've had in your collection that you regret getting rid of? Oh, um, probably. Hmm. There's nothing really that I really, really regret, but I've been forced to choose. I'm going to say the Yeezy 2 uh, Solars. Oh. Yeah, like I got those. I had the pl I have the plat. I do have the plats right now, but between the two, like the plats were always my favorite. Um, mm -hmm. And there's just so much money tied up to a pair of Easy Two Solars that that I'm honestly I wore like a handful of times. Yeah. And you have Red Octobers, right? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> not, but zero regrets. It's my credo. No regrets. But like <laughs> there comes a like I I feel like every sneaker has. Every sneakerhead has that phase where they want to purge. They're like, why am I yeah. just holding on to so many shoes, especially these ones that are worth like four or $5,000. And it just, 
one of those point in times in my life where I was like, I don't, there's no point in me just holding on to these. Let me get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. And like of the three easy twos, I guess like plats are one and solars would be the, my number two. So if I had to choose, it would be that one. But like, honestly, I don't really regret it. Because you make good money on them. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of like a weight off your shoulder because you just like, you have this thing you're like oh like a, like do yeah. i want to wear them do i not like should i keep them should i not now that they're like gone it's just like okay out of sight out of mind i got my yeah. money i'm good yeah that makes sense all right well sean thank you for joining us it's been good catching up with you yeah thank you for having me it was uh a long what year two years now it's been almost two years like a year and a half maybe year and a yeah. half yeah wow we want to thank everyone for listening don't forget to like subscribe leave a review for us check out the youtube join us in the discord we are kicks at the castle you can follow us on instagram don't forget to use the hashtag kicks at the castle and uh, tag us in your fit pics uh sean how can the listeners connect with you yeah for sure you can find me on instagram at sgo8 on twitter at sean.go spelled out that way and on youtube.com slash Sean Go. Well, my name's Sean. You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. Ruby, how can listeners find you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at Rubes, R-O-O-B-S-S. Matt, how can the listeners hit you up? You can find me on Instagram at the Dizzy Hype Beat. All right. Well, we are Kicks the Castle. That was season six, episode 10, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Let's take a ride. Yeah.